Alright, well let's get started here with episode 43 of the Current Gen Podcast. My name's Tim, I'm here with Derek and Dan. Derek, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your vacation. I did, I appreciate you giving me time off. You haven't yeah. given me time off in the last four years. Well listen, it's It's crunch for the Current Gen Podcast crew. And, uh. Uh, and I know that that makes a lot of people upset. That there's well, we, we have had a lot of audio bugs. We so we definitely need to sure. crunch and, and get that ironed out so yeah. we have a solid show. Just we so you know, though. Like quadruple our audience size, and your, that's crunch time, too. Just you so know? you know, your bonus is also based off of our Metacritic score, so and that's probably pretty low. So no, my bonus is based off my looks, and my looks continue to improve, so my bonus continues to That's go. actually very subjective, so you should shut uh, No, <laughs> pretty sure my opinion's objective truth. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, but okay. the, the thing is, the bonus isn't money. We don't have any money, but it's just a random <laughs> object from my house that I'll mail to you based on how I feel you're doing. So, Derek, based on your looks, I'm going to send you oh, uh, this chapstick. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> partially used chapstick. Partially used. <laughs> it is partially used. Hey, listen. It was Christmas this past weekend. I hope you guys had good ones. Did you either treat yourself to something or get something that you are excited about? So. Whoa, what happened here? Oh. Things did someone happened. just go to together mode? What was this? <laughs> I did, sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. This might be the greatest mode ever. <laughs> Should I go back? Why go are we back? sitting in this weird amphitheater? Uh, hold on, let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> in a park. Oh my gosh. What, what is, is happening? This, <laughs> this is are awful. we like ju- are we like judging somebody in the middle of some <laughs> That's what I like, feel like like Coliseum? Yeah, I, f- I feel like we're in some jury in Harry Potter. This Off with really his bad. head. This is really bad. So I'll, I'll start. I'll share a little story. I made it in my post, but again, I'll just share it real quick here. So Christmas Day, I actually got zero gifts because apparently it's not just this podcast where the people don't like me. <laughs> my family doesn't like me either. That was oh, great. So I got no gifts, and I came home, and I checked the mail. And I don't check the mail. like I forget for like a week. So I checked it on Christmas Day, which is weird. I don't know why. But I checked it and I saw I had like like some, you know, more personal mail, not bills and stuff. So I went through it and I came to this envelope and it was addressed to somebody I don't know at all. And I was like, well, it looks like it would be a Christmas card. Maybe it'll have like something cool in it. Sure enough, oh I open it up. And sure enough, I open it up and it has a $100 Visa card. So <laughs> I did the respectable thing, guys. I turned that thing in. I wanted to make sure the rightful owner, which is now me, got to spend that $100. So I ended up buying um, – Ubisoft had uh, – where if you put two games in their cart, they would give you an additional 20% off, and they already mm-hmm. had all these games on sale. Yep. So I wanted Assassin's Creed and Immortals on PC. So I got both of those for 70 but of course I used the $100 gift card to pay for it. So really, I got it for free. And then I bought Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition on the PS5. Nice. I used the rest of the $30 on that, so I paid 10 bucks for that game. It wasn't on sale. Um, but I've just, for some reason, been wanting it, going, wanting to go back and just... I think I just wanted to look at it, because it has ray tracing. It has all these It's modes. a gorgeous game. Yeah, so I, I went ahead and bought that. And then I just bought a bunch of several... I actually ended up buying Godfall on PC. I know I own it on PS5. Um... But I really just wanted to see what it looked like, and I didn't realize that the uh, Epic Store, they just keep giving you $10 coupons. They do. So every time you buy something, they're giving you... And they've done that before, but they had been cutting that off, so... So with the Godfall sale, you should have gotten that for like 40 then, right? Yeah, I got Godfall for 40 I got Death Stranding for 20 uh, on PC, because Death Stranding actually has DLSS, it apparently runs amazing on PC, so I just... It's more just about owning it. I mean, anybody that knows me, I like to own my game, so uh, I was okay buying those. And then um, I bought some stuff on Xbox. Like, I bought, and I've been playing it lately, the Division 2 
I bought the expansion um, on Xbox. It was nine bucks, and then I got Ori and the Will and the Wisp, and I got some other stuff. Nothing like major, but mainly was buying PC stuff. Like I, yeah. I wanted Assassin's Creed, Mortals, and Godfall were the big three that I was like, man, with this hundred dollars, there's nothing else I really want. I might as well just buy the games that I wanted on PC because all the games that I own on PS5 are disc. Yeah. And I'm really lazy now where I don't like to change out my disc. So I literally just have had Assassin's Creed in my PS5. So I have been ignoring Godfall, even though I really want to play it, because I don't have it in my PS5. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Totally. Did you, did you, have you been logging into Epic Games? The, the games they've been giving away for free haven't been mind-blowing. No, they weren't but what, still what I was hoping they were. Yeah, I think the ones that I thought were cool, I liked getting Oddworld, but I... I already have that elsewhere, so it's like, all right, I guess I have this on PC now. I'm trying to think if there was any others that I thought were cool giveaways. I got I got all of them, even if I don't care about them. Same, same here. I just added it to my library. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It's they, they gave away like Inside. They gave away City Skylines. They gave away uh, my time at Porsche. So a bunch of games I'll never play because I've either tried them elsewhere or I'm just not interested. But I don't know. I just like adding. I knew free the games list was fake that uh yotan i think um that would have been amazing after i tagged you because i thought about it i was like oh dying light's not even on epic store so that's fake yeah it it was too good to be true but i was like well it is epic they do go above and beyond because a lot of the games that are on sale now and they are starting to raise their prices people don't realize like i i jumped on this right away and i got like 20 or 30 like 40 to 60 dollar games i got them for five bucks yep because they were selling them all at 15 dollars with a 10 dollar coupon i bought everything there's no reason not to have that epic account and just check it out every week every week they'll put up anywhere from one to sometimes three free games even if you don't have a solid pc or anything just have the account accumulate those games and then eventually when you do upgrade then you're you can just play them. Which I you would tell you even do it on me, your phone. So I don't know how much you've spent already, and you can tell us now. But if I was you, now that I know the coupon just duplicates, they have like a bunch of like Ubisoft games for fifteen dollars that you can get on PC for five dollars with that coupon. Like I would get Tom Clancy's Breakpoint, which apparently is now an amazing game now that they've updated everything. Like all those games are fourteen ninety nine, but with the coupon, you're really only paying five bucks. Yep. It's totally worth it on PC. And I will say, I'm not, I know Tim won't buy it now, but down the road, buy Godfall. Either on the PS5 I or thought about PC. it. 40 bucks isn't it's bad. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's 40 bucks isn't bad. super fun. I yeah. think it gets a bad rap. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought about it, but I didn't pull the trigger on it yet. Um, I, it, so remind me if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm wrong, let me know. But if any purchase over a certain amount gets you a new coupon. Every time. Yeah, so anything over fourteen ninety nine, so it would be four ninety nine, you know, with the coupon applied, you'll see it like as soon as you purchase it, it pops up with the game to download it, but it also pops up to let you know you have a new coupon. I was like, yeah, oh crap, yeah. it just keeps duplicating. Yeah, so I, I I bought a couple of little games here and there that I thought looked cool, but nothing crazy. And I've I haven't felt the need to grab a Ubisoft one because I'm using the Ubisoft Plus. Yeah. Um but and I then, like owning it, so I know. But by the time I'm ready to own it, and but like maybe I'll cancel Ubisoft Plus, let's say in February, yeah, or whatever. Whenever I finish uh, Assassin's Creed and Immortals, both. Um, then if I decide I want to own those games, those games go on such steep sales so quickly. Like Immortals is already well, down to forty. Immortals is already down to thirty because, to me, and maybe they had it planned. Maybe they were like sixty is a bonus. We really think this game's a thirty to forty dollar game. Uh, if we can get 60 out of a few people, but the fact that they've dropped the price so fast, and it's not like, oh, it's the holiday season, it's just dropping for a week. Like it's been pretty consistent that they're dropping it to 30 and 40 dollars. Yeah, I'm curious like, to see what away. the sales numbers are for Immortals because I mean it's That's a new. What I feel like it's a new by IP. Way, I want to call out, you know how I like to call out random people because I just observe groups. <laughs> Again, I saw nothing but hate for Immortals before it released. Now, amazingly enough, now that it's super cheap and a bunch of people went and bought it, 
all I'm seeing in all the big groups is praise for that game. Oh, it's so good. I don't ever hear any. It's just a cheesy well, breath of I mean, wild. we've had that conversation about prices of games. You know, people just have that, like, automatic opinion about something. It's $60, so they have their opinion. They drop it to 30 or 40 and it's like, well. Now it's amazing. Now it's amazing because that's the price in my head that I think that it should have been. It's like, well, I mean, you know. Yeah, there's no sales numbers released yet, but I think next month we'll get the NPD from December. It'll be interesting to see how it does. I think it'll actually have decent numbers. Um, I think but... it will too, but I think it's going to be skewed by... It's like uh, I always say everybody now comes back and says, PS3 outsold the Xbox 360. You're correct. But they did it after the price drop. So I guarantee you Microsoft actually probably made more hardware money Yes. Off the Xbox 360 because they sold most of theirs when it was higher price Correct. than PlayStation. So the point of me bringing that up is the same thing with like Immortals. Immortals numbers are probably going to be pretty good, not like super high, but probably pretty good. But how many of them are going to be the thirty and forty dollars compared to how many were bought at sixty? That's a huge difference. Yeah, you know I think there's a lot of draw for this game um, because. It is basically because Assassin's Creed, of course, is a mature game and it's really violent. It's not a game that kids should be playing necessarily, in my opinion. Um, but Immortals 100% is. It's that same Assassin's Creed slash Zelda kind of experience. You get a very similar experience of an open world and finding stuff, but it's very, very kid friendly. So anyone looking for an alternative to Assassin's Creed, that's a good one. You know, it's a good one. Speaking of Zelda, uh, that is one game that my son got. He got the new Zelda Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game. Um, that game is pretty pretty awesome. Well, he was playing the demo. It, said, it right? is totally awesome. He played the demo a bunch, and now he's got the full game, and so he yeah. continued <laughs> from where he picked where he left off because the demo save can carry over. Yep. And he is really digging it. And I was watching him play a little bit. It is, it's awesome. It's a really cool game. Super fun. Um, but I mean, yeah. it is still a Muso game, so I'm yeah. not trying to make it sound like it's a full on Zelda game, but it's it's got more variation than what I've seen from most Muso games, and it does have an, a really interesting kind of prequel story well, so when you have that uh zelda property to sort of pick at especially breath of the yeah, wild that's just yeah i feel know. like what they did a really good job of is making you yes you are playing you know a warriors type game but you are you still feel like you're playing a breath of the wild type game as yeah. far as with the specials they give you and the amount of specials and the amount of different characters so i talked about it when it released i played I think a couple levels of it. I haven't gone back, but that's not a surprise. There's literally 80, 80 gazillion games out. So yep. So it's a good thing I bought more because I totally needed it. Yep. As far Obviously. as stuff I got, my wife got me a whole bunch of really cool things. I got several mugs that I like a lot. Some of them have our family picture, and some of them are just the cool like kind of stoneware style mug, which is my favorite, like the real heavy duty. I also got this shirt because she doesn't judge me for who I really am. Choose your weapon. Uh, wait, so choose your weapon. There you go. There it is. Oh, okay. So she cares a little bit. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she I bet you she rolled her eyes the entire time she clicked the button to purchase. <laughs> when it showed up at the door, when she started wrapping She still it, somehow she's... clicked on it, though, even though yeah. she was rolling her it's eyes. True. It's true. Um, I also, since I'm going to be working from home all the time, even after quarantine stuff, I got. She made this sign for me that either I can hang on the door that either says "hardly working" or "working hard," and I can switch it whichever way that I'm. That way, the kids can know to leave me alone. But will they just though? leave it on "working hard" even when you're gaming? You got it, man. I mean, because that's, exactly. that's valid. That's yep. it's definitely valid. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's that my job. I hear that you're you're a father <laughs> who's grinding right now. That's right. <laughs> Grind under that controller, honey. Grind it on the controller. I will definitely do that. It was really good. The kids got lots of fun stuff. Um, you know, our oldest is at that age where if he does, I mean, his list was ridiculous. You know, we've got seven kids we're buying gifts for. So we're trying to split the money up evenly. I saw the trying to, so that's lots of gifts. And of course, the younger kids stuff is way cheaper because it's just plasticky. And the older they get, the more expensive it gets. But he had stuff like a new iPad and a phone and his own computer and he, a new TV. Like nothing he listed Jeez. was going to be less than like 400 bucks. So we're like, we can't get you any of those things because we're not. You can't get that much for each of the other kids either. We're not spending three grand this Christmas. So, um, and that, some of you listening are like, "What? You don't spend three grand?" But anyway, no, that's insane. Who? Um, I still think he had an awesome Christmas. He got 
ton of cool clothes. He got new rollerblades. He got these LED lights that he gets to program and hang up around his room. He's got an app on his Kindle that he can control them. So, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good overall for everybody. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. Um, what about you, Dan? Anything specific? Um, anything specific? Well, some of the highlights. Let's yeah. see if I can actually do that. Okay. So, I, it's actually what I used last week, but uh, this pair of headphones right here, Steel oh, Series. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I had done... A, did some research because I wanted something that um, was going to work with the uh, how they're going to emphasize 3D audio with PS5 games. Um, so apparently this will kind of work with that. Nice. The, um, it has 24 hour 24 hour battery life. I'm sure that's not totally accurate. I'm sure it depends on various things like maybe if you have it on max volume, so on and so forth. Um, but I mean, it's way, way longer than the PlayStation ones that I have. Um, the audio quality is really nice. Um you can Which ones really... are these? Steel series. They're the one fifty, right? The hundred fifty dollar ones. Yeah, it's the. Uh, That's the one you wanted, like the Arctic white. Arctic seven P wireless, yeah. Well, okay. this uh, this pair is black, so because there's a white and a black pair, and it pretty much and it actually works with everything because it has the receiver. Um, that's USB C, I believe. So you could even plug it into your Switch. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. If you have an Android phone, you could plug it into that. Like oh, you can that's plug it sweet. into almost anything. And it has an adapter, so you know if you don't have a USB-C um, input, then you can you know use regular USB. So. Everyone except for Apple. Guys, why is there like a which I have an iPhone so. behind me, like glaring at me? The why what? is there what? A creepy guy behind me, glaring at me. Behind you, a guy know. from Cyberpunk. Oh. He's been oh, there the whole there's time. Tiana. There's Tiana. <laughs> you realize he's been there the whole time, right? No, just noticed them. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> freaking weirdo. Um, this right here, imported from Japan. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake 7-disc full soundtrack. Dang. So, it's pretty amazing. It's got Why all... is it so wide? Are there other things in there, other collectibles that came with it? So, well, so the only thing I don't like about this is actually, like, so this right here is, is like, thick paper. It's not, yeah. like, a hard case, unfortunately. Um. But there's like uh, the very front is an uh, an art book. Oh, it's cool. And it actually nice. tells you all the tracks on each disc. Um, but yeah, it just kind of has like the art on the outside of it, like this arrow. Um, and then when you open it up, it just has the two discs there. So that's pretty snazzy, seven, man. I like that. Seven discs all together. So that that's pretty amazing, dude. Square Enix and their Square Tax, like this thing. This was seventy bucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but, but they knew there's lots of Freitas's out there that'll buy it. So, oh, absolutely. A bunch of dumb nerds. A bunch of choker um, bros they can take advantage of. Well, speaking of choker bros, Tim. Hey, look where this... Derek's face is positioned right next to his background. What was that? Right yeah. as he was leaning that direction. Look. Oh, boy. Why, why don't you open your what? mouth up a little bit? <laughs> why, why don't you open your mouth up a little bit? <laughs> I just want to say that was the mature one of the show that pointed that out. By <laughs> That's true. That's fine. Speaking of mature, my little uh, my little oh, chocobo here, that. and it's the uh, polygonal from final from the Final Fantasy VII. Like it has Final all Fantasy sort of like seven, yeah, that's like the races and stuff. Yep. And yeah. if I was your wife, I would divorce you. What yeah, is that well, made out of? Is that I'm glad divorcing? my wife doesn't have crappy opinions like you. <laughs> uh, What's that little thing made? Sorry, out of? it's it's 3D printed. Oh, so God, when you look like really plastic. close, you can kind of see like the the textures of like things that are 3D printed. But honestly, Wait, Death Stranding is real life. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and then just kind of like a chocobo, like light up lamp oh, thing. Nice. Um, and then I you got a like Bakugo Final Fantasy statue up there. Yeah, I do like Final Fantasy too. Um, okay. and then I got a Bakugo statue up there, but I'm not gonna reach for it. So that's from My Hero Academia, a character. Uh, oh, character. nobody here cares. Nobody. <laughs> Seriously, my <laughs> daughter fine. might care, but I don't even care that she cares. So. Well, that's why you got no gifts this Christmas. <laughs> I got. I literally got a bag, uh, like a stocking full of chocolate coal. As well. Oh, nice! It was like chocolate coal candy. Nice. That's... Right, let me ask you guys this then, since you guys had very um, different Christmases than I did too. So, we of course watched some Christmas movies. Do you guys watch a Christmas movie or multiple, or do you? Does that not something that's important? You watch whatever. Christmas is essentially a religion to my wife, so we watched many Christmas things. Okay. Are there Die any hard. that you like? Die Hard not being one of them because it's not a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I, and I've liked it more and more over the years is the uh, Disney's uh, Christmas Carol. 
it's the, their take on the Christmas Carol. It's a, a classic short, but it has like Mickey Mickey playing. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I uh, always liked that one when I was yeah. Kid. yeah. With, with Scrooge's uh, Scrooge. Yeah. That was yeah. actually my favorite one with Mickey. Yeah. And just that that one. It's just really it's just really nice, and it's just yep. it has nice vibes. It's very nostalgic. Jiminy Even crickets. if like I didn't grow up as a Disney person, like I just kind of have that feeling when I'm watching it. So. Yep, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's her favorite. So I like that one too. That's a great one. We watched. Um, the Santa Claus one and two with Tim Allen, which yes. are, I think, very appropriately very cheesy and hokey, but they're still fun. And as someone who grew up watching stuff like Home Improvement, like I still appreciate his kind of family friendly hokey humor that he brings to TV and to movies that he does. So yeah. uh, I know he's not everyone's favorite. I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I do find it very charming. Those movies have a very distinct charm to him. So I like him a lot. I like those movies. So we watch those together. And uh, enjoy those. Other than that, they've been watching through all the Harry Potters. So I think they have one Harry Potter movie left. Well, those get darker and darker as you go. So I know. We keep warning <laughs> the kids, like, you sure you want to keep going? Because more people keep dying. It's like... Have it's they pretty... sobbed hysterically yet? No, they haven't no. sobbed. They were a little sad during a couple of deaths here and there. But not, no ki- sobbing. Your kids are just broken. <laughs> <laughs> they're just broken on the inside. I mean... Yeah, they're heartless. Geez. Dude, Everybody. we stopped at Harry Potter, um, the fourth one, so Goblet of Fire, yeah, because a certain character in that one dies, and, and my wife couldn't handle the reaction of the father. There's that moment uh, at the end where yeah. he's like, my boy. Yeah. Like, she's just like, no, I, I can't continue. I was like, that was all right. I mean, all right, <laughs> that's fine. It gets worse. So. Yeah. Oh, it gets way worse. Yeah, it's way worse. Um, Derek, did you watch anything? No. I watched Wonder Woman 84. Thoughts? It was terrible. God, it was terrible. <laughs> like start to finish terrible? I've heard different things where it's like parts of it are um, good, overall not good. Yeah, I, I never liked anything. I mean, That's while cool. I was watching, I was like, okay, okay, this is going to get better, right? Okay, but did you like better. the first one? Yeah, I actually watched the first one again. I before. really liked I was so one. excited to watch this one. Okay. Yeah, because right. I, like, I know DC gets crapped on, but DC has like... I'm not going to say it's my favorite superhero movie because I still consider like Dark Knight probably my favorite, but it's a close second and that's Man of Steel. Like I absolutely love Man of Steel. I like a lot of the DC superhero movies and Wonder Woman is the original. Very good. um, Is very good. The ending, the last third, which is what people complain about. I do agree. is a little like, okay, why did you switch it up from this? You had such a, great like group story with wonder woman being like this foreign character and or in a foreign world you had like this humorous group story and then it kind of turned into this traditional like well we got to tack on a a bad guy for her to fight well in the second one i'm not going to spoil it but they clearly tack on one of the bosses just to have action and then the other villain is annoying. He's absolutely annoying the entire movie. I get, like, the director or the writers, well, she actually does both, is trying to create, like, a different type of villain, but it didn't work for me. That's I mean, it might work for one out of ten people that watched it, but all I've seen is people online crapping on the movie, and I agree with them. Like I, And, again, anybody who's listened to our show long enough knows my personality usually goes against what everybody else is saying, but I watched it, and I was like, no. And my girlfriend was like, she's like, at the end, she's like, oh, that was good. I'm like, you have terrible taste in movies and men, but, hey, it was trash. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I've seen overall overwhelmingly negative responses to it. It's one of those ones that I do want to see, but now I'm happy to wait until it's on some free service that we already subscribe to. So it's a shame if it's legitimately yeah. not that great. Uh, like, Tim, yeah. I actually have a 30 day free code. I can just give oh, it to you from Cyberpunk, right? Yeah. 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 I haven't, what? I haven't so just used take it yet. and watch it. For what? 30 day free code for what? HBO Max. So then you can um, watch. You can watch Wonder Woman right away. All right, sweet. Yeah, I'll use that. Yeah. So, uh, only thing that I r- request from you is that you start being nicer, Kevin. You've been hurting <laughs> my feelings lately, Kevin. I'm so sorry. Feel feelings is an interesting word. When did you learn that word? <laughs> I mean, he breaks my heart every day. Oh, okay. Every day. Because he won't be... leave his wife and come move in with me. That must be really hard for you. That's what she said. 
I was wait, I was like, come on, that was a softball. That was an easy one. Literally down below. Well, softball, hard. Yeah, okay. Uh, I will say that um, I finished watching The Mandalorian, actually rewatching through some of it with my wife. She's being very kind and letting me nerd out uh, to rewatch it, and she's rewatching it with me. But love that show. I really love what Jon Favreau and team have done with The Mandalorian. If you guys are Star Wars fans at all, it's so good. And it actually gets me really excited the way they're going to kind of open up more of a connected Star Wars universe, which, yeah. I know sound, which I know sounds silly, but like think about Marvel, the way it was all kind of connected, but not really. They were all standalone films. And then Jon Favreau came along and made Iron Man and then started to interconnect all these different pieces. And now we have the MCU as we know it today. And they also have some really awesome stuff coming out this year that I'm real excited about. I think the uh, – WandaVision's next month, and then two months after that's Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon. And so it's just... Is it's that gonna be, all on Disney Plus? It's all on Disney Plus, yeah. So it's worth They're keeping because I was thinking about canceling it. Well, yeah. Disney, uh, Star Wars also has more stuff coming. So they're going to yeah. have uh, a couple of Republic Commando shows. I think there's a, an Ahsoka show, I think, that's supposed to come out. There's mm-hmm. a, a Boba Fett show that's going to be... I mean... They're doubling down on all of it, and I think it's just really cool the way they're doing it. I don't even know if we're going to see more Mandalorian for a long time. Like He might be in some shows as a side character, but I wonder if season three they're going to be able to kind of push that back a bit because season two does such a nice job of wrapping up both seasons' arcs and then kind of setting several characters off onto their own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them waiting till like 2022 to rolling out more Mandalorian. But anyway, I loved it, man. I think it's really good. It's really fun. As far as games that I'm playing, it's you know still mostly dabbling in lots of different stuff. Everything from Assassin's Creed. To, I'm playing that game Haven a little bit. I think I talked about that last. Did I talk about that last week? I think I did. Where what it's was the, the setup yeah. of that? The setup of that. Somebody is, posted about you talking about it. So it's the yeah I did talk about it last week. So it's basically that know. couple who's kind of stranded on this. Oh yes 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 yes. It's very anime style. It's, it's very. A, it's an RPG. Yeah. And I wouldn't call it, it's very like adventure game dialogue heavy mm-hmm. and they happen to have some action outside of it. Like there's some combat. I didn't expect combat. It doesn't feel like a combat type game, but it is so simplistic. It'll make most people go, oh, this is the combat. It even tells you at the beginning, like, do you want to set this on easy? You can if you want, but this is not a very hard game. It actually says that at the beginning. Like this is not a difficult game. Uh, it's not supposed to be. So definitely not for everybody. It is a little repetitive, but man, I think it's got a ton of style. I love the art style. Even the opening sequence is just really, really stylistic. As an anime fan, Daniel, I think you would like it. I had uh, my eye on that for a while, yeah. But it's on Game Pass. Don't know if you will have access to it. But um, playing that, um, trying to think what else. Played a lot of Rocket League with my boys recently. That's been a lot of fun across all devices. Hades just got cross saves, so I've been shifting away from PC and over to my Switch to playing Hades, and you can switch back and forth. You can always sync up your saves, which is which is cool. Um, so yeah, those are the main things I'm playing. A little bit of cyberpunk here and there, but it's just tough because it's a game I can't play when anyone else is around. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've been getting pretty wiped out late at night. So by the time everyone's in bed, I'm like, I'm so exhausted. So I'm, that's going to be a very slow (laughs) progression, but I like it. I just feel like there's just too many, too many like big games. Like (laughs) I heard Assassin's Creed Valhalla was going to be shorter. There's no way it's shorter. Dude, it's way it's a much longer game than the Odyssey main quest was. Yes. Jesus. And that's what's stupid, because they literally said before they released, they said the main story is shorter. Now that if you just I think mainline you can skip it. stuff. So you know how in that game you open up the map and you can always go to Rand V to decide who you want to yeah. ally, ally with next? I don't think you have to ally with everybody. Oh, okay. But each of them do have pretty major storylines, and if you don't ally with them for the next major major story moment, they won't come to help you in the next battle or whatever. But I don't, I don't think they're all required. I could be wrong on that one. Um, Still, but the way it's set up is not set up to be a shorter game. It is not, because if you go too quickly and try to just mainline it, you're probably going to be underleveled. And now you have to go ride up and down the river in your boat and raid and do all kinds of stuff to try to level up. Or go to the little blue orbs, you know, to do those world events. I, mean, I do can... want to talk about Valhalla just for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Um, just updated impressions, because the last time I talked about it, I was like, eh, I'm kind of getting sick of it, or I definitely don't like it as much as Odyssey and Origins. Okay. Um, I won't know until I finish the game, but I'm about 37 hours in now, so since the last time I talked about it, I've played probably about 10 to 12 hours more. Okay. The big thing is, um, and we talked about it on the show, I unlocked the ability to dual-wheel heavies. 
Yeah. So I switched yeah. up because I bought. So okay, fun. so I bought the. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it on the Ubisoft store. I bought like the black armor set, like that That's neon cool. glows in green, oh. neon green. Oh, the the like um, Draugr, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it it's looks a like really a skull. Cool looking set. I That's the one. That's the one that I just, bought. Yeah, I just bought it because I thought it looked cool. The weapon it comes with, I hate. It's like a poison hammer, but it doesn't have long reach. It doesn't. It's yep. It's trash. So I actually went and bought a heavy sword off the store just because mm-hmm. I wanted a better weapon um, than that stupid hammer. And I bought a heavy sword that's like a fire one. So it's black, but it's got like flames on it. Um, And then I had another heavy sword that I've just been upgrading. So now I have dual wielding heavy swords. It has changed the combat 100%. It's literally what I told you to do. (laughs) It's completely reversed my experience because I was playing with that hammer and a shield, and I told you guys that I can't stand using the shield because all I do is just put it in the ground, and I'm stuck. And then the and then the hammer doesn't have good reach, just as like a solo weapon. It's actually a pretty cool weapon for your left hand because it just hammers down real fast, so you can knock them down and then swoop in with your longsword. But overall, I just didn't like that that uh, uh, weapon, and I was only using it because it was my highest leveled weapon, and I paid for it. Um, but now that I've got two other weapons that I would rather use uh, with my cool armor. I absolutely love the combat. Like, I am still stealthing every once in a while, but for the most part, I'm like, no, nope, I'm OP. Like, I'm just going through destroying yeah. um, guys. Now I'm starting to face harder enemies. I am noticing that I'm starting to face some guys with, like, thick shields that you can't just walk up to and, and break their shield down. Yeah, the, the Bannerman guys are tougher. The yeah. House Carl guys are much harder to hit. Like, they start to get... There's actually these guys, once you go up north, these... uh. I forget what they're called, Wolf something. Those guys are a little tougher as well, a little more Berserker-like. Um, but I'm using, so similar to you, I have the, the I do wield the heavy weapons, and I haven't looked back. I don't even need shields anymore. I, yeah. I did like the shields, like the round shields, not the big heavy ones, just like the normal yeah, round shields. Yeah, that was I, the problem. I was using a big heavy one. I did like the normal round shields. They were fine. But now that I've, I've got a, um, I forget what the highest level is even called, but it's like the highest level of spear. It came when I synced up my Amazon account with Ubisoft. Then they gave yeah, me this, this Carolinian or whatever it's called gear. Anyway, so I have a spear from that, which had you talked about reach. This thing can reach so far. It's awesome. And so that's why I like it a lot is I can hit enemies and they can't quite reach me. And then on the other hand, I've got this golden Dane axe that every once in a while, if I need to clear the clear the deck, I just hold the L1 or um, or LB, depending on which controller you're using, and just start doing these like helicopter spins with my axe to clear that, it out. That spin is just so amazing. It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's a um, special ability I unlocked the second level of it. I only really use this one ability, to be honest with you. Um, and basically, and I don't know the name of it. You guys probably do. He, you charge at them, you grab them, and then you slam them, and you can direct them into a wall. And once you hit the wall, the second part of the special ability is, like, I leap up, and then I throw an axe, and, and for most enemies i kill them like one shot that's I just awesome throw them into the wall jump off on, on them and then yeah. throw the axe and cut their head off i haven't used that one a ton that makes me want to try that one out though i have used oh, the one so much where fun you now this that viking, the this viking rage where you tackle them and then you just start pummeling their face okay in i used that like <laughs> once and i didn't know what that i was, was doing kind of fun. but the main ones that i use are um the one where you jump up in the air and slam down kind of that yep. area clearing one i use that one a ton and um there's a few others too, like the axe throws. I like throwing the axes, stuff like that. But um, I'm listen. Oh, I'm, then, I'm digging it. But I will say this because I'm with you. I think the combat got better when I got to the dual wield uh, heavy weapons. Um, and we'll talk about this when we talk our game of the year stuff next month. But I, I'm loving this game. But it is not better than Odyssey. I still think Odyssey is a better game. I think Origins is also a sli- at least slightly better game. I like the Odyssey the yeah. best. But um, I still like this one a lot. I just I am finding it to be more repetitive and less. I feel less rewarded when I go explore compared yeah. to those other two games. So there's lots to go explore. There's lots of, there's actually some really creative puzzles where you have to try to find, like you can see that there's a chest under the ground and they actually have some really creative environmental stuff that they make yeah. you do to get to it. But then when yeah. you get to it, it's so anticlimactic. It's like, Oh, here's some more leather and iron. And yeah, <laughs> there's a, 
piece of nickel, I guess, in case I need to upgrade. And I don't need to upgrade anything. I'm like you, Derek. I'm way overpowered. So those things aren't really rewarding to me. So that's that's a problem when you have this open world that's really pretty and fun to explore, but there's not a lot of rewards on the other side of it. Um, There's also not a lot to do with like with hunting. The animals are the AI is so stupid. Um, for animals like I feel like deer and rabbits and foxes are supposed to be scared of me but they're all they always end up running like right alongside me like I'm snow white or something like as I'm (laughs) running through because their reaction time is so slow so I don't know I'm finding it to be just buggy enough that it takes me out of the experience whereas stuff like Odyssey I thought was magical when you go to that first island and get on your ship and it kind of opens up same with Origins when you're in the desert and you see the first pyramids those games had this magic to them that this one doesn't quite have, mm. but I'm I'm still really liking it. But it's just the the game is way too repetitive at the point that I'm at now. And now I am ready to just I just want to get to the end. I, I do want to see how it re- resolves, but I'm not loving it like I did the other ones. But I really like it a lot. This is like now, a top, think, top ten, but not top game. Do you think that partial? I'm not saying what you're saying is not true, but do you think that partial? your feelings about it are because you know you have cyberpunk and immortals and yeah. 50 billion like, other games where you're like assassin's creed is dragging so much i just want to try these or i just want to get deeper into these and i can't because i i know how you are because i've done a podcast longer enough with you that you'll try a game out but if once you're into one you're like i gotta finish it first yeah whereas my personality is play 20 25 hours oh okay, i'm kind of sick of this i'll just switch to another game Yep, and then I always come back because I always want to beat them, but I take like long breaks. Yeah, uh, and this one I could take a long break because we just talked about the combat. The combat's not that difficult, and it's pretty repetitive. So this is the kind of game that you could step away from, and it, I think it'd be pretty easy to pick back up and run with it. Something like Cyberpunk. I already did. It's so I complex. Took probably a two-week break, and then I came it's back, easy, and I right? was like, okay, yeah. I'm fine. It's very straightforward, very easy. I don't know. I think I'm close enough to the end that I want to just wrap up the story. But you are right. I do approach a lot of games that way. Some of them I'm able to let them go and just kind of let it float off. Who, who cares? I'll find out what oh, happens. Of course. I'm not saying you do that with every I'm saying, but, do yeah. you think part of your feelings yeah. towards this game is not only is it the third one that's a lot alike, like Origins and Odyssey, but also it does, to me, story-wise, drag and then uh, I think for me, I'm just speaking for me now. Personally, my problem is, is I really would rather play Cyberpunk, and I would like to actually. I won't even dive into Immortals because I've only played three hours. Because I'm like, I've got Valhalla and I've got Cyberpunk. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to have. I I'm okay with two. I yeah. like bouncing back and then having like you know like a Godfall or a Destiny or something like that where it's it's mindless. But I don't like having three or four open world games with yep. all these upgrade upgrade systems and all that stuff with a story that I actually want to finish and so I can say I beat the game. I don't like having three or four at the same time. Like there's just this is for me too many at this time. Yeah. I think you're right. I think there's a lot so of truth I to think that. it's impacted my I'm just again speaking personally, it's impacted my opinion of Valhalla because I think if Valhalla came out on its own for a month or two, I'm not saying I would absolutely love it. I would still probably say, hey, it's behind Origins and Odyssey, or it might be on par, but I don't think it's better. Yeah. But I think it has lessened my liking to the game because of what I just said. Well, the, the deeper I get into the game, the not only more repetitive it gets, but I am hitting more and more bugs to the point where it's getting a little silly, like back to some of the old early Unity oh, okay. days and stuff. So I'm getting a lot more bugs. I don't know if that's just because when you QA a game this big, you kind of just have everyone start from the beginning and work your way through it. So the deeper you get into the game, maybe some of the stuff flies under the radar. I don't know. But mm-hmm. certain conversations, stuff with the boat, stuff with fishing, stuff with combat. I told you last week, I think, Dan, about how you know the arrow was like stuck to my hands after. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this Yuletide Festival update came through, and I've had more issues since then that have popped okay. up. So that, that update did some things. But I just had a cutscene where I helped this guy take over a fort up in the north. And I, by the way, I love being back in the snow. The snow in this game looks fantastic as you travel through. It looks really cool. But um, I just helped him with this fort. And in this aftermath of the battle, there's like five of us standing around talking. And all of us had arrows stuck to our hands. 
Nice. So as we're talking, it's just like this arrow. It's like right between the fingers and just sticking straight out. And so as they're talking, using their hands for anything, there's these dumb looking arrows in everyone's hands, like going through their faces and stuff as they talk. It was really that stuff like that is bothering me. I'm like, what? But only cyberpunk is a broken. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So anyway, that sure. that kind of stuff is starting to wear on me a little bit where I'm like, all right, love it. Listen, I, I just hit the 80 hour mark, so I'm ready for this game to wrap up. Oh, so, yeah, you're way deeper. Like, you're uh, over double what I'm at. Yeah, so I'm it's ready for it to wrap up. It's tricky because it's like, well, to be fair with Ubisoft, it's their own fault for releasing two massive games around the same time. They should have pushed maybe a, a month or two out um, uh, Immortals. But yeah. it's like all these we companies say can't... that, but then they have Far Cry. Like, they, it's endless. Like, I mean, they're it's always like, going to have too many. Yeah. It's just that the, the issue with open world games is you got to pick and choose because if you if you want to enjoy one, then you have to just try to enjoy it because how do you enjoy four open world games? I, like, I think I ha- I don't have yeah. problems trying to play Cyberpunk at the same time as this because they're different enough and uh, yeah, I, really, I do play them different enough. But totally different. That's why I am really excited to jump into Immortals more. I think I've played through about the same spot, like maybe three four hours something like that, and enough to kind of know that I really like it and it's charming and fun. It's it's not super deep, but it's it's cool. Um, but I said I, I'm going to hang off on that one. I'm going to do one Ubisoft open world experience at a time because they are very similar in a lot of ways. So I am waiting to play that one until I finish Valhalla, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I like it. I do like Valhalla a lot. It's not going to be my favorite game of the year. There's too many other absolute absolute amazing games it won't it won't be but, mine either but it'll I be up there it'll be in my cyberpunk top. will be but i i know it's been crapped on but cyberpunk is to me way better than what people give it credit for it's basically deus ex mankind divided times two yeah so it's just way i get a lot of deus ex better. vibes too i do i i'm i get a lot of those i mean the gameplay obviously feels different but i i get that comparison i mean I like... it's more rpg than deus ex because Deus Ex, you could technically play that game just as a shooter. And I'm not saying you can't play Cyberpunk as a shooter. You can. But I'm even saying the weapons are actually RPG. Like, even your machine guns, like, they have a lot of smart weapons that are like, we lock onto your head automatically, you know? And I'm not just talking about, what is it, Zippy or whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Skippy? Skippy. Skippy. Skippy is one of them, but... Uh, which, by the way, pro tip, anybody who gets Skippy, he yeah. gives you two options. He gives you an option to <laughs> shoot everybody in the head or shoot everybody in, like, the legs. Yeah, I Always pick time. to shoot them in the legs. Yeah. Because once you get 50 kills with the headshots, he automatically switches you to sh- shooting in the legs. <laughs> Dan talked about this not let week. you switch it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was so I read that afterwards. I was so Yeah, I'm pissed off because I picked I was like, of course I want headshots cuz my lot my thought was the game wasn't trying to trick me. It was just asking me, do you want to play a, a character who just kills everybody or yeah. do you want to play a character who wants to just wound people? Like incapacitate people. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh, anybody knows my personality. I want to kill everybody. I want to headshot everybody. Of course. So I picked that and then I found out later once you get to 50 headshots and or 50 kills, you're done. Like the gun's still a value, but it loses a lot of value. Yeah, but I remember actually your found... uh, your outer world massacres from last year. We all remember this. You kill everybody. <laughs> so I actually found a machine gun that's a smart machine gun that also automatically headshots everybody and targets five enemies at the same time. <laughs> So it's way better to me than Skippy. So I'm like, I don't care about you, Skippy. You can suck it. <laughs> uh, so I just use that. Nice. But, but the reason I brought that up is, is the guns are RPG. Like the yeah. guns, like the systems that are built in, it's not about how well I aim. Like I could be aiming to the left of the guy and it will still magnetize to him. And you'll see the RPG numbers flicker up like, hey, you're headshotting. You're hitting him in the chest. You're, you're doing this. So yeah. it's a really good game. It's a, it's definitely not. I've seen people like, oh, it's a GTA. No, it's it's all RPG. It's it's got Deus Ex, but way more RPG. Yeah, it's got a combination of Deus Ex, little pieces of Division even thrown in here yeah. and there. It's got little pieces of lots of different stuff, and it's got its own unique spin. I mean, I think for all the crap they're taking for whatever, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I think CDP are created a pretty unique experience 
uh, with this one. I regret buying the game. <clears throat> right. Right. Dan, you playing anything? Uh, anything I other mean, than these two? Yeah, ones? just still. <clears throat> I actually haven't touched Assassin's Creed because I, I um, have just been sort of uh, diving into Cyberpunk. I'm, I am still really enjoying it. I'm I'm not really getting that many bugs. I, I have been boot out of, booted out of the game a couple more times since last week, but okay. overall, just like I'm not hitting nearly as many bugs as some other people. So I definitely understand those people's frustrations. Um, sure. But for me, it's not affecting me that badly. So I'm I'm enjoying my experience. I think we um, need to have like a topic on the show about do we need to do does Xbox and more Xbox than Sony, but Xbox and PlayStation do they need to kick old games uh, old consoles to the curb? Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's not just their decision. It would be third party too, because Cyberpunk's third party game. But like Halo, does Halo, the new Halo, does it need to kick the original Xbox One to the curb? I think that's a good topic because, you know, obviously there's a lot of counterpoints. Main one for keeping old consoles is sales. Isn't I mean, that happening with the new Halo? Didn't they confirm that? No, they actually, it was a rumor, and then Halo 343 came out and said, no, we're releasing it on everything. Okay. Bummer. And apparently, I saw, I don't know if this was a rumor or somebody just making something up or whatever. They actually said the issue was the delay was because of the Series X, not because of the old consoles. That they already had it running good on the old consoles, that this was more of a ray tracing and just making it prettier. Yeah. For series yeah, X. Just rebuilding the art design from the ground up, that's all. Because that no one likes it. Um, <laughs> Except for me and Jesse White, we both watched that original I, I like, had no trailer problem and we were like, We can't believe this game's amazing. Yeah, I had no problem with the way it looked. I think it my assumption as I watched that was, oh, it'll look even better when I'm playing it in person on whatever device yeah, I play it on. But, I didn't worry about it at all. But peop, some people did, and they worried about it enough to go ahead and Don't start over. It. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I didn't take down any headlines for this week. I'm sure, I know there are probably some, but it's been a holiday weekend. So outside of um, you know, tons of really good sales. And by the way, most of these sales, whether it's on Switch or PC or the PlayStation just launched a really big sale. I think most of them run through the new year, I think, um, at least yeah. through the, end of the month. Because they know so, people getting gift cards and everything. So I mean, the Switch has like 2,000 games on sale, and there's a lot of them that are really cheap. You have to kind of wade through all the mobile phone type garbage to get to some of the decent stuff but there's a lot of really good games on sale everything from hades to uh immortals and all kinds of stuff is on a pretty good sale on the switch as well um so yeah go check those out i know playstation also has some really good sales on their store uh, microsoft has some good sales so you still got a week to go spend those gift cards and stuff um so yeah there you go i do know that before we wrap things up for this week we're not going to go too much longer um i do think dan's got a quiz game for us but also just to let all you guys listen and know that um, we're thinking about doing some different community involvement stuff throughout the show. So if you've got ideas, I'm open to hearing some of your ideas on how you'd like to be involved in the show, whether it's video or audio clips that you want to send in to us. Maybe it's different contests and stuff. I want to hear your ideas. We've, we've, when Derek and I did Fathers of the Grind back in the day and then when Dan joined us, we tried a few things here and there, but um, didn't really stick with anything specific. So I'm open to some ideas there, but... Dan, you've got a uh, current-gen Battle Square quiz for us. Why don't we fire that bad boy up, and then we'll let Derek go to sleep. Yeah, I'm sure. Tired, man. Yeah, well, I mean, we live on the East Coast. We're both tired. Shut up. Hey, by the way, um, are you guys uh, are you guys working this week, just out of curiosity? Yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I had, I had uh, this past week off, but now it's time to get back to it. I just actually emailed my boss tonight, like a couple hours before, like, hey... <laughs> She's out of the office, so I just basically was like, hey, I'm taking a half day tomorrow. So Nice. Must be nice. Sweet. We'll see if I get in trouble. But <laughs> we'll see if I get in trouble. We oh. all know. Come on. I'm the boss. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, you just said she's the boss, but that's fine. You're obviously. I tell, I tell my uh, girlfriend that, too. I run the <laughs> show. Well, normally in uh, Battle Square, you know, we get humans battling each other. But today, that's not the case. Okay. Today... What we're doing is uh, Pokemon or real animal. Oh no! So 
totally took this from Easy Allies. <laughs> they uh, usually get questions from their Patreon members, um, and occasionally somebody will submit a game in. So a few years so ago... By the way, if you guys don't listen to Easy Allies, go listen yeah. to it. I've gotten hooked on it. It's one of my favorite podcasts now. They're, Absolutely. It's a great collection of people with, I think, very knowledgeable and fun takes on stuff. I don't listen but it's to also, them because they're ugly. It's also... Okay. Oh, my gosh. God, you're so it's, rude. It's also not like Giant <laughs> so Bomb. Where, like, Giant Bomb, you're going to... You might learn a few things, but after a while, they're going to just depress you and make you kind of hate video <laughs> games because yeah. they can't admit when something's good. So, anyway, Giant Bomb is hard to listen to, even though they are knowledgeable. Easy Allies is that nice in-between. It's a cool like, panel of people that actually enjoy what yeah. they're doing. I mean, they, they literally... Love and respect is, like, a tagline of theirs, so... Yeah, so I know which is all mushy and derricates that. So I'm totally okay with uh, stealing some of their ideas. They've got some good stuff. <laughs> well, technically, well, you it was somebody just hated on my reason for not listening to them, so you oh. aren't very loving towards me. Okay. Well, but, uh, all, all I hear is just a river. You crying a river. Anyway, so Pokemon or real animal? Admit it. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you a description, and it's either gonna be a description of a real animal. Or it's either a description or straight up a Pokedex entry of a Pokemon. And I'm going to give that to you, and then you guys will decide. Now, I wanted to do a, a visual thing. I don't know if I could really do that in a, in a sort of streamlined manner. So I, I could just do the questions. You could try screen sharing. Yeah. Um, if you've got something. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. All right. Well, let me just get to... Okay. So... The first one is, let's see, hold on. I gotta flip back to this. Okay. The impossibly silly branches that grow from its head might not seem practical, but they're actually its gills. The filaments attached to the long gills increase surface area for gas exchange. Is that a Pokemon or a real animal? That sounds like a Pokemon. A real animal. And that is, let's see, oh, that is a real animal. That's not a Pokemon? That is an uh, axolotl. Again, the name sounds like a Pokemon. The, <laughs> the face I'm looking at right now looks like a Pokemon. It's adorable. Look at him. <clears throat> Look at, Look at that he's name. Got, he's got a little bit of a smile. Axolotl. <laughs> wow. That is a real animal. They're pretty adorable in real life. They, they wow. always look like they're smiling. Kind of like the uh, leopard geckos. Leopard geckos also always look like they are smiling as well. All right. Dang. So Derek was actually correct. Tim, you failed. So Sad face. Sad face. All right. So the next one. <laughs> Prefers hot and humid places. It ensnares tiny bugs with its vines and devours them. That's a Pokemon. Pokemon. The answer is drum roll. It is a Pokemon. Oh, yeah. It is oh, yeah. Bell Sprout. Look at that face. I was gonna say Weeping Bell, but that's what it becomes, right? It becomes a Weeping Bell, I think. Yeah, right? Weeping Bell and then Victory Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that face, kind of like Derek's face when he sees Sasan. Just ready to, <laughs> just ready to kind of, you know, go to town, go to work. Don't, don't ruin my childhood with that. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Yeah, just a little. A little adult humor there. All right. Let's see. So number uh, all right, number three. Scientists interested in its great regenerative capabilities are currently analyzing the materials from which its cells are made. Real. Yeah, I was going to say real on that one, too. That sounds real. Okay. The answer is... It is a Pokemon. Oh, Shellos. It's the female version and the male version. That is a Pokemon. That is so sexist. Why is the female version yeah, pink? I'm gonna say, why can't the male just? Yeah, she's, be got pink? Her, she's got her. She's got her hair up in a hair uh, up in a bun. Also, look at that up in a bun. Un, unsubscribing from this. Unsubscribing. <laughs> Hashtag do better. I know okay. you guys are so progressive, especially Derek. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> All right. I'm actually not even keeping track of the points. By the way, back in the day, like, Blue's Clues was more progressive because Blue, if you guys ever watched that old show, Blue's Clues with the cartoon dog, Yes. He's or Blue is a girl, and then they have a a pink version named right. Magenta or Magento or something like that. Anyway, that's yeah. a boy. Okay. 
So they're way they're way ahead of the game. Way ahead, yeah. Because yeah. boys they can had like a host or a guy that was clearly transgender. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Steve was not trans. Shut Steve, <laughs> Steve. Uh-huh. Or I mean, maybe he was, but I mean, I didn't never thought that, and you're insane. He was gender fluid. Okay, you're something. They fluid. just relaunched that show with a new host. Those guys are yeah. like, listen. It's impressive that you can sit there in what I'm guessing is just a blue room all by yourself, looking at a camera and be that like happy and engaging. You deserve a paycheck for that. It's like his second cousin now. I actually saw I saw somebody like post a video of like like the original Steve like actually calls it does like a video call into and he's wearing he's like a detective now or something. I was like, okay, all right. He's got a drinking problem and (laughs) yeah. He's just on the couch, just like vomit all over him. (laughs) He's overweight, has a major drinking problem. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, emerging only at night to hunt, this masterfully camouflaged Pokemon or animal with a leafy tail complete with missing chunks that look to have rotted away is a testament to natural selection. Pokemon. Real. The answer to that one is. That is real. A real animal. Uh. That is a leaf-tailed gecko. Look how cool that thing looks. Yeah. It's tail right there. It straight up looks like a leaf. Look at it. Dang. And his bee little eyes. That kind of looks like Sauron. That is so cool looking. Yeah. So that's a real animal. That's pretty cool. His eyes look like the eye of Sauron. It does. Yes. Dang. All right. The next one. I uh, There's three more altogether. Uh, its shell is not merely used for protection. The shell's rounded shape and the grooves on its surface help minimize resistance in water, enabling this Pokemon okay. or animal to swim at high speeds. Pokemon. All right. So what did Derek say? He said Pokemon okay. as well. Oh. The answer is, it is a Pokemon. It's yeah. your boy Squirtle. That's right. The Squirrel Squad. Look That's at that. Right. Look at how glorious they are. On Pokemon Go, I, I got a few with those cool glasses. Those, you, got uh, the, you got the Squirtle Squad, Tim. I did. That's you what got you the got. Squad. No. Squirrel Squad. It's all about the Squirrel People squad. still playing Pokemon Go, man. That game is still cruising along. Well, they turned it so you can play inside, right? You don't have to actually walk around? I don't know. I haven't played it in a while now, but I know it's still really popular. Ah, okay. Well, that's what I heard, which is kind of very opposite of what it, you know. Yeah, they had to adjust quarantine stuff. They did. All right. Uh, its powerful lower jaw forms a pseudo-dental comb, which allows the Pokemon or animal to open the hard surfaces of unripe fruits and eat the nuts that most Pokemon or animal would not be able to open. Real. You keep saying Pokemon. How the hell is it real? Well, I said Pokemon or animal. Oh. So you're not even listening. You're just on your phone looking at boobies. Looking at boobies. Well, do you notice that his head all of a sudden turned to look at us when you said something about nuts? He was like, Right, what? yeah. <laughs> do you need me to repeat it, Derek? Yeah. Okay. Its powerful lower jaw forms a pseudodental comb, which allows the Pokemon or animal to open the hard surfaces of unripe fruits and eat the nuts that most Pokemon or animals would not be able to open. Real. That's what All I right. said too. Real. And the answer is. Real animals eat. It's a real animal. It Look is at that a, thing. It is a bald uakari. It has a reverse penis too. That's a <laughs> big reverse penis right there. His, his forehead kind of looks like a butt. So you, yeah. Looks like he, he has an ass face and reverse <laughs> penis. <laughs> they're also in the suntan bed. They're also very endangered, so it's very sad. Jeez. Thanks, Lutard. Well, that's because anyone that sees it is like, kill the demon immediately. <laughs> kill it. I know. It looks like it would be a boss battle. It does. All right. The last one. Let's see here. When startled, uh, it will cover its head with its front legs, exposing its scales to any potential threat. If touched or grabbed, it will roll up completely into a ball, while the sharp scales on the tail can be used to lash out. Pokemon. I'll go with Pokemon. The answer is, drumroll please, it is a real animal. Whoa, look at that. Is it what is Pangolin. That? 
It's a pangolin. That's not real. It's a real animal, Tim. That's a person in a costume. I mean, maybe it's Jim Carrey, just like the rhino in Ace Ventura 2. (laughs) He's going to climb out of the rear. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, wow, it's giving birth. Uh, Such a good movie. Yeah, it's a real animal. That looks like an armadillo, like on steroids. It looks huge. It must come from like whatever that genome or whatever the friggin' word is. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Or G, uh, some some sort of ologist. And that is Pokemon or Animal. All right. Well, we did all right. Derek did better. Looks like Derek really does know his Pokemon. You know, he's a real (laughs) Pokemon fan at heart. And animals, too. He's such a. He hates people because he calls them stupid all the time and they're dumb and they should do something to themselves that's dangerous and harmful, but he loves animals. Now, real quick, speaking of animals, <laughs> we know that Derek has some pet cats, which are super stinking cute. We know that I've got a dog, so I had to pause our show last week to go let it out. Dan, do you have any pets? Yeah, uh, Holly is a cat. She's probably middle-aged, so when I try to grab her, she doesn't like it. So I would bring her on to the screen, but she would just be like, <laughs> so. so she's a really good pet. Got it. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, she just she walks around. She is pretty chill. She doesn't like attack or anything. But like, she, if she does not want you to grab her or do whatever, like, she's not having it. So sounds like but she, every wife that has existed in all <laughs> there you world. go. <laughs> but um, don't touch me unless I want it. <laughs> no means no unless it means yes. Dude, there's a, I know I know Dan, you and I talk about Bilbo way too much, but his bit on No Means No is so funny. <laughs> he was like, no, it doesn't. No, it's, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like, if you read the transcript in the courtroom, it sounds stop. awful. No, but in real life, it. they're going, no, stop no, it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> He's like, that doesn't mean no. <laughs> Dude, tell me about it. Like, oh, I'm not going to even share stories, but, like, women are retarded. Seriously, <laughs> like, legit retarded. Yes, there you go. There you go. There it is. We share it. this with... I you want you to take your the new lead. lead. And then you take the lead, and they'll be like, all you want is this and this and this. I'm like, oh, my God, what do you want me to do? I just sit there. Like, I literally one time was just like, I, like listen, I don't you even. gave me the steering wheel. This is where we're headed, okay? Yeah. You <laughs> want me to the take way. the lead, and this then you complain the about me leading. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want. That's when you get real serious and just look at her and say, this is the way. Just see if she responds to that. See if that works. Punch him right in the balls. She definitely. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm already on the, the path, but I will definitely fool. I will definitely turn into a fool, Bill Burr. Like I will turn into Bill Burr. Wish you were Bill Burr. <laughs> Listen, I know that some folks think he's overrated, but I find him to be refreshingly honest and both both honest and hilarious. I think he's great. He but... knows his stick, and he's good at it. He's good at it. That's right. I'm not always in the mood to listen to him ranting on a podcast or a stand-up. But when I am, especially if I'm feeling annoyed, he's one of the best. Outside of music, listening to him on his podcast or just to stand-up just really helps vent. Because he vents on my behalf. That's why I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why yep. I love that guy. By the way, one, one thing real quick I'll mention is I've uh, been getting really into some bands recently and the one that i wanted to highlight right now i highly recommend their new stuff is i was just talking to dan about this before we were wow. recording is yeah. uh bring me the horizon they've been around for a long time and they were they used to be i guess what the kids called death metal they used to be much harder and much like more guttural screaming that's that a lot of people would call them that but huh. okay. i never thought of them that way i always thought of them as like just you know, metal. metal. Just, they were just rock. I would yeah, call metal. them metalcore, if anything. Metalcore. But... There you go. Death, deathcore, I guess, was what they were called. Sorry, not okay. death metal, but they were called deathcore for a while there. But um, anyway, I hadn't really kept up with them. I listened to them way back in the day. And they've put out a bunch of songs this year throughout the pandemic. They were putting out singles. Even back to last year with Death Stranding, they put out that song Ludens, which is a yep. great song that goes along with Death Stranding. Really cool song. And then they started putting out singles all throughout the year, and they usually feature some other artist in a way that I'm like, I I don't normally listen, I don't normally listen to baby metal, but their song of baby metal is amazing. Yeah, Kingslayer. I wanna it, be a Kingslayer. It's so good. And I don't, I don't normally listen to Youngblood. Uh, I just, I don't have that kind of energy to like mm-hmm. really get into his style of music. But that song they sing together when they're in the big Power Rangers costumes or robots, yeah, the, whatever. The, like robots, and then the, at the amazing end, amazing <laughs> song and really funny and good video, like. 
Anyway, I highly recommend those guys. Their whole new EP is fantastic. And the last song is kind of a cliffhanger. I guess the plan is to kind of continue along some of these themes. Because oh, okay. the last the last song literally ends with this huge buildup. What sounds like they're about to... Because it's a soft ballad with Amy Lee from Evanescence. And it has a huge buildup. And then it just all of a sudden all drops out with one single piano chord that hits. And then mm-hmm. that's the end of the song. It's meant to feel like a cliffhanger going into the next album. Nice. It's all very, it's all very cool, and so I um, highly recommend it. Their album is amazing. Shout out to I already shared my band. I was gonna say shout out to Parasite Eve and watch it on YouTube because the video is absurd. It's the video, the video is crazy. Yeah, is it so it, who? It's, it's, this is Bring Me the Horizon, the song Parasite yeah. Eve. Um, and they say it. I've heard multiple people say that it's not meant to be tied into the pandemic. I don't see how it's not. Like it fits perfectly. Yeah. With what's going on with I'm pretty sure I corruption quarantine stuff yeah. like it fits very perfectly with coronavirus in my opinion yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'd like started reading an article with him um the lead singer I forget his name um and he was mentioning like yeah this is like we're making this during the pandemic there are clearly themes here like yep so I really dig it I highly recommend it especially if you're in like a rock and roll mood um you've got a little bit of everything love those guys all right Well, that does it for us this week. Thank you guys for giving up some of your Christmas weekend, and we'll check in with you next week.